Hey everybody, I'm Candice. And I'm Michelle. And this is our second time recording this episode. It absolutely is. (laughs) (laughs) So we are the co-founders of Diversely. We have an influencer community called Brown Girl Bloggers, and we are actually developing our new influencer community called the Q Collective. Um, And Michelle and I have been co-founders since February of 2019. Mm -hmm. It is the top of June, actually BGB's five-year anniversary. And yeah, yay. (laughs) (laughs) And so we decided to start this podcast kind of to track our journey to let you guys know a little bit more about us as people and just for fun too. Yeah. We like having fun. We do. We laugh a lot. We do. So you're going to hear a lot of laughing. Warning right now. Yeah. But we do get to work. Like when it's time to work. Absolutely. We don't, we don't be laughing at all. (laughs) Like (laughs) silence. We get so serious. Like (laughs) it's not even funny. Okay. So basically this is just kind of an intro episode. Um, just to tell you guys a little bit more about us. Candace is speaking right now. Um, I created Brown Girl Bloggers about actually exactly five years ago. Basically, back then, I just didn't see minority women represented. And especially it came to me, I saw like a top 10 list or something, top 10 fashion bloggers or whatever it was. There was not one brown face on there. Crazy. I was upset. So I'm not big on begging white people for acceptance. I know, you know, obviously we have to be in organizations and stuff for them. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to create this for myself. And that's kind of how Brown Girl Bloggers came to be. Mm -hmm. And so for the first couple of years, it was just a community. I didn't create it to make it anything other than just like this fun hobby for myself. But I always collected a bunch of information from people signing up because I knew I wanted to do events in the future and things like that. And I think I'm also very business minded. I've been working for myself since the year before that. So I had already had a year of entrepreneurship under my belt when I created BGB. So it might have just been in the back of my mind anyway, because I was collecting mad information, like knowing where people live and things like that. So one day a friend of mine told me she would she was like, Candace, I would literally pay you to tell me which influencers to use for my company. And I realized I was fumbling the bag. So I was right, like, right. <laughs> let me start doing that. So I started very small. I started with small black owned businesses and then worked my way up. And that was around 2017. In 2018, I realized I wanted to take it more seriously. And because I was in Oakland, I was really lucky to be able to speak with a lot of investors and different types of people. And a lot of people just told me I needed a co-founder. But I mean, like, how in the world do you even find a co-founder basically? It just seems, especially when you have built something like, I was just going to say that you built something already. It's it's, mine. Yeah. And I don't know you like that. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't think of anybody that I knew at that time that I was like, I feel like I can trust you enough to give you part of my company Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be, or take part of your company or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Right. And so something in my spirit told me to move to Atlanta. So I did. And I moved to Atlanta last year. I got here in August 2018. And then I met Michelle. So basically, I guess I came here, started doing events for Brown Girl Bloggers and decided to open up a co-working space. And then I met Michelle. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So on my end, this is Michelle speaking now. On my end, 
Um, I'm a co-founder of Curlfluence. So we started Curlfluence to serve as a platform to connect influencers of color with brands. So we served as a middleman and we provided these influencers, regardless of their audience size, with opportunities. So whether you had 500 to 1,000 to 20, 30, 40,000 um, followers, subscribers, whatever it is, we just connected them. And I really, um, we really created that because we really wanted to give opportunities to just awesome creators, um, you know, especially people who are still building up um, their roster, media kit, and different things like that. And we worked a lot with uh, natural hair brands, beauty brands, and different things like that. Yeah. So we basically were doing the same thing. Essentially. I, I wasn't really working that much with natural hair care brands though, but right. same exact industry. So we met because you came to the co-working space. Yes. So before Curlfluence, I was a blogger, still a blogger, but I wanted to do a rebrand, um, especially getting into the beginning of the year. And I was looking for a spot to take some pictures and I was looking everywhere. I've been in Atlanta for probably about a year now. I'm originally from Florida. And I was like, okay, where can I go? Where can I go? So I was actually, or I still am, <laughs> subscribed to the Brown Girl Bloggers newsletter. You are? Yeah. I'm not subscribed. What? I don't like seeing the email after it goes out. Yeah, but you're weird. Okay, that's true. That's so, true. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, yeah, I really feel like I remember seeing you talk about Monday and Co in the newsletter. Maybe that had to have been the place because mm-hmm. I don't remember it, but I think. That makes the most sense because you said you weren't even open yet. No, we weren't open. We didn't open till January. And you right. were the first person who came to me and was like, hey, can I have a photo shoot? I yeah. was so geeked. I was like, yeah, come on. <laughs> I was like, somebody I don't even know. Because it's yeah. one thing for your friends. Right. To, but I was like, I don't even know. I'm be there. I was yeah. here. I was trying to be professional. Mm-hmm. Y'all need anything? Yeah. I had some water hella for y'all. professional. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. hella professional. I was. <laughs> And the space is gorgeous, too. So I knew this would be the perfect spot for us to come into and really take those pictures. And the pictures came out beautiful. Nah, for real. No, like for real, for real. Like I was using them. I was showing people like, um, this girl took her pictures. <laughs> look how good they look. Yeah. <laughs> come over to my spot. No, seriously. that's <laughs> I use your pictures for promo. And I'm not mad about it. So, so yeah. So after coming, we um, myself, as well as my husband, Brandon, we started coming more to Monday & Co., working out the space and when I met Michelle I immediately liked her I kind of felt immediately like she should be my co-founder even I didn't know your working style yet right and our working styles are so complimentary yeah but I was just like oh she does something very similar to me um she need well I didn't know that you needed a partner but I knew that that was something you didn't really have at the time wait so that first time we spoke you already had a feeling absolutely and you're not lying not lying. I, I exactly literally. Felt the same way. I literally went home and told Kyle. That's crazy. I, I was. Wow. Yeah, I was literally like, I don't even know her like yeah. that. I don't know. I wow. just knew. So when y'all started coming more, and it was almost like we were interviewing each other, basically. Yeah. To be co-founders, like um, asking each other questions, like, would you ever sell your company, and what do you do when you're working under stress? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a month of going back and forth. Yeah. It had to be because it was probably after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then when you, y'all you started coming. So I was trying to slide basically because I really wanted to work with Michelle in some capacity. So I, <laughs> I told her and her husband, I was like, um, I was thinking of some ways we could collaborate for and maybe you guys could like have a co-working membership here in exchange. Right. And I told Brandon like, hey, look, Candace texted me talking mm-hmm. about this or whatever. And I had also told Brandon, I was telling him too, like, yo, I would yeah. love 
you know, for us to work together. But I feel like that's weird. How do you bring that up? Right. We both had our own thing. Yeah. We both have been building it. We both had, like, as far as I knew, you had your own procedures, how you do things. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how you would feel because I, even when I met you, even if we hadn't become co-founders, I don't think I would have saw it as competition. We we obviously were direct competitors. You know what I mean? But I don't, I don't approach life like that. You know that, but and also, too, with Curlfluence, we focused on more in-kind campaigns. Mm-hmm. So the influencers got co- the products for free in exchange for... Right. right. And I focused more on paid campaigns. Right. So, again, it was perfect because she Synergy. already... Literally, y'all already had it set to how paid... Camp- I mean, in-kind campaigns go. Yeah. And it was all... And I had contracts and everything for the other types of campaigns. So mm-hmm. it was perfect. And then as I was telling them, like, oh, we should work together, Brandon literally looked at both of us and was like, y'all need to talk. and then he got up and left and then we just obviously (laughs) broke out in laughter like way so you too so you feel the same yeah yeah yeah, we were Mm -hmm. that spider-man me i always (laughs) tell people that that's how we were so then we just kind of started to talk and Mm -hmm. we figured out that we are very similar yeah but we are very different different. yeah like i'm very loud and rambunctious should I call myself rambunctious? That I sounds like that, a child, but... I think that's appropriate. It's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> um, very outgoing. Um, I'm v- very big picture thinking. So I'm the type of person who comes up with an idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to get there. And I'm also not concerned. <laughs> don't care. I'm but just here for the journey. Fire. The idea is fire. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Michelle is much more... Yeah, I'm the definition of chill. I'm chill. hella calm. Always. Um, Like literally always calm and i'm um the more organized of the, the more organized or yeah. the only <laughs> organized like <laughs> so i'm all about i'm that person that's all about like systems processes and how we're gonna get there so candace has like the ending like where we're gonna end up and how like what we should be doing. I'm like, okay, so how are we going to take yeah, those steps? What are the there? actual, like all Action the steps? items. I come up with the big steps. Yeah. Like the big dots and the lines that connect the dots. Yeah. That's Michelle. That's basically mm-hmm. how it goes. Yeah. And I think another good thing about us working together is there's no clashing about what our roles are. Right. Um, Cause I'm the CEO of the company and then you're the COO of the company, mm-hmm. but you were literally, especially cause we did a lot of research too about what exactly does a CEO do? What exactly yeah. does it? Cause which we wanna, is really important too for yeah. anybody who's getting into like entrepreneurship, whether it's and especially just, co-founders, right? Because we, we needed to have clear defined goals. The things that are Michelle's thing mm-hmm. that I just need to let her be in charge of and right. vice versa. Right. Um, but even when you were reading all of it, you were like, yeah, this and I was, is me. I was literally like, if I had to do that, I would just give up. I would go home and take a nap. I'm not <laughs> doing, I don't know. I've been an entrepreneur for five years and I was a contractor. So it was, I guess it was easier than what we're doing now and what I'm doing with the co-working space because I kind of got, I mean, I was doing pretty well for myself, Right. but yeah, no, and, I'm not you. Right. And with us too, like you're definitely more of the like really, really outgoing. And you always use a good term. Evangelize. Yes. I'm very good at evangelizing the company when we talk to people. Right. And I'm really cool with being behind the scenes, of course, still being seen and being shown, but I'm not, I, we never compete Mm -mm, in terms of like, none. yeah, which really, really works. And, uh, yeah. And yeah. And our work styles complement each other too. And I think we have the same work ethic because the most annoying thing would be if one person felt like, they were always pulling all the weight. Right. And the other thing too, is we both know that sometimes one person is going to pull more weight than the other person too. Right. But it shouldn't be all the time. Yeah. 
Um, and then another really important thing that we did was we got the legal stuff straightened out right away. First. I cannot tell y'all how many co-founders we meet. They don't know who owns what in the company. Right. They never signed any agreements. No. And it's awkward to talk about that kind of stuff, especially for us. We, neither one of us likes confrontation. Right. I mean, I can only be confrontational if I'm upset. Like if I'm yeah. mad, you can have all the smoke, the smoke mm-hmm. sis, all of it. You can get it. But when I'm not mad, I'm like, no, <laughs> no. I don't want to do it. <laughs> so we just went ahead and got that out of the way. Right. And it took but some time. Well, it, it did. And, and we worked fast. Yeah. We worked fast. But it did take time. Yeah. And we just had to be super honest with each other, put everything right. out on the table. Mm-hmm. And then we would just be like, all right, let's start the day off Yeah, with the, with the like serious stuff. And yeah. then let's have some fun after that. Like after let's that. do the marketing, let's do the new logo and all that. So um, we just compliment each other really well, which I think is great. And yeah, so we've been going full steam ahead ever since. ever since. And it's crazy because things really started to get really good after we became co-founders. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that it's not all on me anymore. So, um, yeah. I like that I can throw ideas at another person. And I also like that Michelle likes to do the stuff I never want to do. Like, for instance, if you send us an email, you're not talking to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can put Candace on the email, <laughs> but I'm not going to see it first. I actually don't check the email. Yeah. It gives me anxiety. For some reason, we're not sure why. We're, we're still, not, we're we're still currently diagnosing. What is the <laughs> issue with me and emails? First of all, I get too many in a day. Yeah. And I slowly will see the number climbing. Mm-hmm. And then I start to get anxiety because I don't like having emails. And then I realize, oh, I have to think and go through each one of these and give real responses. And then res- respond. <sighs> yeah. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. So I'm really glad that, that <laughs> Michelle can do that. Yeah. But then it's stuff that Michelle doesn't want to do that I do. Yeah. So it works. Also, you're a good visual designer. I always have to make Michelle tell people this. She, How are you going to be skilled at something and then not tell people? That? I Listen, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just extremely humble, maybe to my detriment. Hella humble. <laughs> hella, remember? Hella yeah, humble. no, we're getting that on a T-shirt. Yeah, don't steal it, please. No. Um... But yeah, I just feel like mm-hmm. I like to find my ways of like nah. introducing. That's what no, you're doing. Maybe is that what you're can you're you finding get, your way to introduce? Can you but at you least never give me a chance. You never get there though. <laughs> so you you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you you have to actually get right. Mm, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I do most of the written con- content stuff. Well, I think we're pretty even. I think yeah. you do it because especially with the content we're doing now, you're you're writing a lot of it. But yeah. if it came to like a project that's visual and written, you would do the visuals and mm-hmm. I would write um, because some, somehow writing by your stuff is easy to me. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I'll write something and it's so smooth. We'd be like, yeah. wow, wow, she just might have did something. Did I do something just now? Because I think I did something. <laughs> yeah. No. Nah. So <laughs> that's like our, I have a meet cute with Michelle and I don't even have a meet cute with my man. And I feel some type of way. Like, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. So, yeah, we work on our company. So, Diversely is a name that most people listening to this will be like, what? Right. But that's basically our B2B business name. So, when we're approaching brands to work with us, we tell them we are Diversely. And that came about because people don't take brown girl bloggers seriously. And that's really what it comes down to. 
No, I don't want to well, say people don't take it seriously. That's we, how we per- we perceive we perceived it. it as people think we're influencers right. when we walk into a room. They don't right. understand that we have an agency. Right. So, so they it was think that we're the influencers yeah. and we're just like a group trying. Yeah, to- they loved and. Yeah. I mean, we're young and we're black, so there's that. Mm-hmm. But people loved. Oh my goodness, you guys present yourself so well and you look so nice. Bro, we trying to get money. Yeah, we're like running a business. We're, like we know we're cute and we could like dress. Yeah, but... thanks. Yeah. So yeah, and it's interesting. So now when we say diversely, people take us seriously immediately. And right. then of course, Brown Girl Bloggers has numbers and all that kind of jazz. Oh, and that's why we kept the BGB name. That's why we mm-hmm. did that instead of Curlfluence, and it really came down to the to brand recognition, basically. Right. Um, and, and plus, Curlfluence too is very targeted. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If Curl you're in the natural hair right. space, you would hear, you would have heard about Curlfluence, mm-hmm. you know, most likely. But if it's like when it comes to working with other brands and different things like that, it's kind of you know. It seems right. way more targeted. Right. Because it was. Yeah. And then um, we're actually launching the Hue Collective now. You can follow on um, Instagram, actually, Join Hue. And then we have an ATL chapter because we're in Atlanta. And that's Join Hue ATL. And basically, what we've realized as as we're working with brands and as we're going through this journey is that Brown Girl Bloggers is really made us think about diversity but when we really start thinking about diversity and everything, and when we start talking to brands, they're also asking us about black men, for instance, right. or LGBTQ or um, people with disabilities. So we want to have a, we want to have a community that makes everybody feel good as well mm-hmm. as BGB. So BGB isn't going anywhere by any means, but the Hue Collective is going to be where everybody can be represented in, right. under this brown people spectrum. Right. Um, and then also it will be our educational platform as as well, because when we are casting for um, we're casting for campaigns, we obviously we send it out to our email list to the people who have signed up to work with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes we actually scout and we'll just go directly to an influencer that we think is perfect for a campaign. Right. But when we put that call out, a lot of the people who are applying are not ready to work with brands. Right. And we want to change that. Yeah. And education is one of our pillars, too, mm-hmm. um, with our company. We're really focused on making sure that we provide knowledge and information that can grow you know, people of color in this creative space. So we really wanted to focus on that. And um, we also want to focus on really giving real information because right. it's crazy that at our events, people are always like, oh, y'all really told us the truth. Like y'all mm-hmm. really shared what. Y- yes, we really did. Yeah. We don't do that thing where we only give half truths right. or anything. Like, for instance, if somebody asked me about building up Brown Girl Bloggers, I'll be like, girl, I did that five years ago. You can't follow the same thing. The same like, model. Yeah. You can't do it today. Not the same exact way. So we really try to educate people. But since we're in Atlanta and we do most of our educational events here, um, obviously we want to take it on the road and we mm-hmm. will. But the Hue Collective will be our way of having it online for everybody who wants to learn from us to easily specifically, access it. right? And that's just really important to us. We want our people to get paid. Hundred percent. We want if you want to be great, we want you to be great. Yeah. Um, and so that's really what we're doing. And I think we're really lucky and we are really blessed that we are able to really do what we want to do right now as far as like making something that's important to us our career yeah and I don't take that for granted and it's not something I want to abuse or like not 
you know, due to the fullest extent, I suppose. Yeah. And then, of course, we still also do our own things outside of the company as well. Like I have Monday and Co. You do design work and stuff yeah. like that. So it just all works out. Yeah. Um, and we're really kind of glad to be co-founders. We are. We are. So let's tell them, I guess, what they can expect from this podcast. Um, we're just going to get on here and shoot the breeze. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, we'll probably be taking questions from the community. So we'll be answering questions. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking about current events and things that are going on. Yeah. And we'll also be interviewing yes, people we'll as be well. Interviewing so people. other professionals, mm-hmm. uh, creatives. Yep. So we'll probably throw in some influencers, obviously, but we're going to interview people from brands as well. Yes. So we've already started interviewing and things like that. And I mean, I low key, I feel like Michelle is making me a makeup girl again. <laughs> <laughs> like two weeks ago, I had no makeup whatsoever. And now I have so much. I have two foundations now. No, I have three foundations hey, now. I'm moving on up. The collection. No, I'm moving on up for real. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I have. I got my little eyeshadow. Uh, it's actually popping, y'all. No, for real. Yeah, it's this really eyeshadow nice. is. is fu- Let me tell you. No, I'm not gonna tell them where I got that. <laughs> I feel like you know the platform that we have right now. Mm-hmm. That's not the best. Let's just keep it how it Let's is. Just keep it how it is. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope to have fun with this. Yeah. We don't want to be super buttoned up and straight laced every time. We want to give people the information that they need or they want. Right. And and keep it real too. Oh, and keep it real. Yeah. So I think this is just going to be us showing the world the behind the scenes of Diversely and Brown Girl Bloggers and the Hue Collective. Absolutely. All right. So I guess we'll talk to y'all next time. Bye, y'all. Bye. Next week on the podcast. I shoot Fashion Week every year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was super excited in February. I actually got to street, shoot street style for Man Repeller, which is a pretty big uh, digital media platform. So you out here. So that was super fun. But the designers themselves, like I have shot backstage at a few shows. Like my, I had always said that I wanted to shoot backstage. And my first backstage show was Bally Mishka, which is like mm-hmm. an older um, brand. It's super cool back there. But I realized like now, have, now that I have like the perspective of being behind the scenes at a show and then like actually being on the streets I prefer street style just because I really love like people's individualistic style Mm -hmm. like seeing how girls um put outfits together so I would say I do like designer stuff but I'm not like a designer person person I'm Um, more so like I can more so give you names of like girls who's like yo their style is killing all right y'all candace checking in here thank you so much for listening to the first episode of notes from the office you can subscribe please on wherever you're listening to this at you can also follow at brown girl blogs that's everyone's social media you can also follow the hue collective at join hue i am at candace van y c-a-n-d-i-c-e-v-a-n-w-y-e and michelle is at modernly michelle michelle has two l's in it Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week.